and welcome to Guns and Devils and Happy New Year, everybody. Now, this is a special edition as so we're going to be doing our year end awards, even though it's the year just started, but we'll just gloss over that. And today, with me, as always, he is the Miko Arteta to my, I don't know, to my Frank <laughs> Lampard. It's Liam Hall, everybody. Frank Lampard. I mean, you could have said Pep Guardiola. <laughs> but yeah. I, I appreciate you calling me better than you, so I, I think it's probably accurate. I had something in my mind, and then it just went blank, and I panicked, and that's what I ran with. Yeah, well, I, I'm used to that happening. Live, but, um, live radio, everybody. Yeah, exactly, live radio. But um, everyone, I'm so happy to be back. Um, yeah, it, it's good. I mean, we are a little bit late. We plan to do this, I think. Well, we, we thought we were doing a few days ago, but I think this is the only day that um, we were actually free. Yeah, Christmas and New Year and birthdays have kind of got in the way. Yeah, because uh, unlike unlike um, unlike Carl, I, I, I don't have to work for a living. You know, I, I just live on a passive income and um, it all works for me. But yeah, this is our kind of year-end review. It's kind of like our WWE day one. It's not actually day one, but we're just going to call it it anyway. And, you know, we're just going to go with it, really. So... No, does does that mean Brett Lesnar's going to come in at the last minute and uh, take over? I mean, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he somehow intercepts. He's still there. But he's probably doing. Well, he's probably not even doing Twitch. I don't, I don't even know what he's doing these days. Probably just masturbating or being being with his girlfriend. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, it's it's New Year's. Um, I I am determined that it's going to be New Year, New Me. Um, so I'm go- I'm going to be a very good boy this year. It's me not going to be a twat anymore. I said I'm going to be a good boy this year. I didn't say anything else. <laughs> well, Liam, did you have a good Christmas? Uh, it was okay. Well, half of my family got COVID. Um, <laughs> Dear. Um, so, I mean, it was it was okay, actually, because, I mean, they kind of recovered very quickly. So, so kind of, on the day, we kind of just said, fuck it. We're you all so jabbed. You all jabbed, are you? Yeah, yeah, all jabs got the booster. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so you, you, you've probably only got very mild cases then. Yeah, I think so. It's weird because I've had like a dry throat um, recently, but I've got checked every time and uh, I'm negative. So I think it's just from the um, excessive blowjobs. Probably, um, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you probably should use yeah. lube more often. It'll be, it'll be raccoon hair in the back of your throat. That's what it'll be, mate. Probably, yeah. Um, it's either hair or something else in the back of her. But what, what, what were you, buddy? Yeah, not too bad, to be honest. Nobody's got COVID as far as I know. And yeah, got some uh, decent presents. So, all good. That's good, yeah. I, I I didn't get many presents, but I don't really mind. I prefer kind of giving. I'm a, I'm a very giving oh, person. I mean, of course, I, you know, my, my family can't afford to get me a new Bentley like, like you had with a chauffeur. But, you know... Oh, Carl, come on. It's tough times these days. I can't afford a Bentley. It was only a, it was only a Royce. So, you know. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's tough times in the whole household. We, we had to, um, for budget cuts, we had to fire, um, I think, 100 of our staff on Christmas Eve, um, you know, without severance pay. But, um, you know, it's, it's terrible, really. <laughs> taking, taking, the, taking the Liverpool method. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so... But, you know, they, they, they probably deserved it, um, you know, just for existing. But, um, Carl, um, so what, 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 are we, what, what are we doing today? Well, we're going to 
briefly talk about how our clubs have been getting on and then get into what you want to do, your year-end awards. So, uh, shall we start with Arsenal and, and Man City, perhaps? OK, yeah, that's I mean, you've had a few games postponed because of COVID. I think more due to your opponent. or negatives? That's in both. That's, that came out really weird because I was just talking about uh, COVID postponements then. <laughs> I didn't hear a word you just said, but I, I'm going to assume it's funny. <laughs> can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Yeah, yeah it's all good. Sorry, this, uh, I think the 5G vaccine is kind of interfering with our, our <laughs> yeah. recording session. Yeah, uh, mind control chips uh, causing some interference, unfortunately. Yeah, that's why I'm not allowed on planes anymore. Not for any other reason. Um, but um, I mean, so I can't. Did you say that we start start with mine or? Yeah, we'll start with uh, Arsenal. Um, and Arsenal versus Man City is the main one because uh, as I was getting into, you've had a few postponements because of uh, your opponents having um, COVID and and what have you. Yeah, yeah, we have had. Um, yeah, because I think we were originally supposed to be facing. I think it was Wolves. Count yourselves lucky. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Wolves are a notoriously difficult team. You know, I, I, no one can beat Wolves. I don't think. No, I'd agree with that. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I was um, I was not very um, enthusiastic about the City game coming in. I thought, oh God, it's another it's another game against City. We're going to get absolutely smashed. And um, I mean, we lost, but. I think it might be one of our best performances. I mean, it's definitely our best performance of the year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> easily, easily. Easily, yeah. But um, no, I, I thought this is actually really, really positive. I think this is maybe Nicolas Arteta's best game, which is ironic because we lost. Um, yeah, but I don't think you deserve to last, lose. I mean, I watched that match and I'd agree, uh, joking aside, probably your best performance of the season, considering the opponents. I mean, especially the first half, you completely uh, dominated City, I thought. I think you're unlucky not to get a penalty. Yeah. yeah and, perhaps, it's and perhaps unlucky to have a penalty awarded against you. Yeah, this is this is the thing. I mean, the Granit Xhaka one. I I do kind of wonder if because it is Granit Xhaka. I mean, mm. I, I mean, I, I you know he has a hold of his shirt. Like it probably is a penalty, but it is it is quite soft. Um, you know, I, I think he does go down a little bit easy. Um, Bernardo Silva. Um, but you know, if if you if you tug on someone's shirt, you know, kind of you, you probably know what. Yeah, you are you are asking you are asking for trouble, but. Um... I've seen United get away with those ones before now this season, so it does show you a lack of uh, inconsistent, a lack of consistency. Yeah, yeah, that's true, and I think I think that consistency is really um, kind of the annoying parts of it. Because I think the Odegaard one, I think that can go either way. But mm. I, I do think if a referee is asked to go to the monitor, I think he's probably giving it just by the fact that he's being asked to go. It does seem to be the case more often than not, doesn't it? Um, mm. I was also, um, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, God, you, 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 you're getting to that age now. I am, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I, I, can... I also thought the red card was harsh, is what I was going to say. Yeah, I think so too, because I originally I thought it was for scuffing up the penalty spot, but apparently it wasn't. Apparently it was for going over to the referee and talking to him. And, you know, I mean, for dissent, like, I, you know, that is what it is, but... Is he he had the card out before he even said anything. If you watch the replay, if you watch match of the day, mm. he goes over. I mean, we don't know what what was said anyway, so maybe it was warranted. But and also, I mean, the second foul. I mean, 
it's a dumb challenge to make on a second. Especially when you've just been, especially when you have literally just been booked. You yeah. do. It is, it is a bit of a problem, and I think it's been a problem uh, before Arteta came into the club. Um, Arsenal do have a habit of ill-discipline and losing their heads when things aren't going their way. And it can sort of be the cause of your downfall more often than that. Yeah, and um, I mean... I, I don't know if the second one is a yellow. I think it's a foul, obviously, but yeah, I mean, but it is. I mean, I think it also this has kind of been, you know, this is a way that we've been asked to play. You know, we're asked to kind of go up and pressure people, and you know, you know, well, press pretty much. And you know, mm. I think Ben White is proved to be very good at it, and Gabriel from most parts proved to be very good at it. But I think that was, I don't know, it, it's, it's one of those where I, I can see why it was a yellow card, but I do think it's a little bit harsh. Um, you also have. Um... A bit of trouble with former club captain Obama Yang. How do you see that panning out? Do you think he'll stay beyond this transfer window? God, I, I forgot that even happened. Um, he hasn't played, has he, since? No, I, I, I think he will stay just by the fact that he's probably a bit too busy with the AFCON. Mm, oh, yeah, um, there's that, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think it's impossible for him to come back. I mean, um, it feels different to the Ozil situation because he said Arteta saying, you know, take it game by game. I don't remember him using those kind of words with Ozil. With Ozil, it was kind of like, okay, he's out, um, you know, for whatever reason. I mean, mm. I, I, I don't think the reason was purely on the pitch for Ozil. Um, well, and I guess for this, for Bamiang situation, probably simple. Well, no, there's some sort of, he broke some sort of club rule, didn't he? And uh, it's not the first time it happened. It happened last season. There was a, an incident as well, wasn't there? Mm. It apparently it's happened uh, twice before, so I guess it is kind of the straw that breaks Campbell's back. Um, I mean, you can't let it get unpunished, go unpunished, or that sort of tells the rest of the squad they can get away with it. So yeah, and, and I think he made that mistake with Willian once before, who I think broke one of the rules and just wasn't punished. Um, but and to be honest, it seems like the players are supporting him. I mean, since that incident, they've been playing out of their skins, and I think you know, particularly Lacazette. Um, mm. really led the youngsters like fantastically. Um, we're actually attacking good for once. I, I don't really know how to feel about it. Um, I, just, I just hope it's sustainable. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, you were looking good and there was that sort of blip against Everton, wasn't there? But apart from that, recently, you have been, you have been decent. So yeah, I mean, just I mean, avoiding injuries and how much you miss some of these players when they go to AFCON, I, I guess. Yeah, Partey Partey could be a bit of a mess, but maybe you can utilise Smith Rowe in a different way because he's been left out for Martinelli lately. But apart from the City game, those games he's come on and and added a goal contribution. So you know he looks like somebody who can do a a couple of jobs. Yeah, it is a bit of a weird one with um, Smith Rowe because I mean when he's played in midfield with Erdegaard. I, I don't think it's completely worked. I think those two, for whatever reason, they don't quite fit in the midfield three. And with, I mean, it, it would have to be Xhaka who's anchoring it right now. Um, I, I, but then again, I, I don't think I, I, I could, I wouldn't drop Martinelli. I think he's been absolutely fantastic on the left. So no, he has. I'm, I'm not suggesting he should be dropped. As I was just making a statement. Yeah, and I, I think it's a testament to how good Erdegaard has been um, playing, but Smithrow somehow hasn't been able to play. Because, I mean, Erdegaard, is, I think he's he's really settled in really quite nicely. And I think he's probably the biggest reason why we're attacking a lot better now. I mean, he, his passing is 
is fantastic. And and to be to be quite honest, I don't think Smith Rowe has his level passing ability, at least at the moment. No, perhaps not. I mean, it was up in the air that they were going to uh, permanently sign Odegaard, wasn't it? Because he went back mm. to Madrid and it looked like he was all set to to stay there. But you, you got the deal over the line, thankfully for you, and it's it's been a good deal. I think for both parties, because I'm not sure Odegaard would have got that many games for Madrid anyway. No, I don't think so. I, I was I was a little bit scared when I was coming in because I wasn't particularly blown away by him. But um, well, I, I'm I'm probably going to come on to him a little bit later. Um, but um, do you do you think the Smith Rowe thing is a little concerning? I mean, he's been brilliant from the bench, but. It is only a bit if, weird seeing him not start more. Yeah, only if he starts getting restless and uh, a club like, say, Man City or Chelsea start eyeing him up, then then you might find yourself having problems. But um, I'll just have to see. Yeah, because I, I mean, if he's coming on scoring every game, he's gonna he's gonna be thinking to himself, you know, why why aren't I starting? And um, if a club, if another club comes in bigger or similar sort of position, it might turn its head. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing him actually play on the right wing. I mean, I think Saka could do with a rest now and then. Mm. As, as good as I mean, he's he's been he, he's been really he's been good really good, good, hasn't he? Yeah, he scored your goal, didn't he? So, I mean, that's kind of the thing. I think this kind of this front four at the moment is almost kind of undroppable. Um, but you know, it, it would be nice to kind of see him come in well, that's um, uh, decisions you know a, a manager has to make and I'll tell you, sort of find something that's working and he, he's he's sticking to that for now and that, I think that's what he should do really yeah I, I think I think that's a very good point um but um I guess some someone who maybe hasn't had a, a, as good as a run um but I mean I think I think he's been in fits and starts I think Man United have been very interesting since Ragnick has um, come in. So, what is your what what's been your verdict so far since we last talked? It, it's really hard to say. I mean, the Crystal Palace game they looked like really good. Whether that was just like the sort of new what they call sort of new manager syndrome, mm. uh, but uh, they seem to they seem to play really well in that match. And then uh, Newcastle was pretty appalling. Uh, the Champions League match, I think we played under him, wasn't wasn't too bad. Um, Burnley, it was Burnley, wasn't it? I yeah, I get, I get, I get them and Brentford mixed up because um, they're both B's and I'm thick. Um But that again, we played quite well there. I think getting an early goal probably helped us with our momentum and confidence. Uh, um, I think we do lack a bit of confidence. Um, which doesn't help. And again, um, as we're recording this on Tuesday, last night's game uh, against Wolves, we weren't very good again. It's um, hmm. uh, I don't know. I don't, think, I don't think it's the manager now. I mean, the, they they were just very sort of lackluster, uh, constantly giving the ball away, and they didn't uh, against Wolves and Newcastle. They just didn't seem as hungry as the opposition. Yeah, the opposition were were a lot quicker they were they were first to almost every ball and United just don't seem to be that 
I don't know. They they, don't, they seem to lack motivation somehow. Yeah, I mean, it's funny you mentioned that because I was I was going to bring up a a, um, a stat, but Squawker um, Football kind of mentioned on, on Twitter um, of the five games where United have lost the most possession, three of them have been Ragnik games so far, um, mm. which is is a bit of a strange stat. Um, I mean, I mean, I, I think. I think in some ways it's encouraging because it's implying that you're probably being taking more risks with the ball. Um, and I, 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 I don't know. Do you do you think that it's just a pro, like do you think it maybe it's just settling into it or something or? It might be a bit of settling in, I suppose, but I, I don't know. I just I'm not quite sure the the players he's got are, are good enough. You know, I've always sort of tried to defend them, but you know you can't keep going on losing games with such lacklustre performances. I mean, losing a game 1-0 when you've, you know, when you've played, you know, when you've played well and you've just, um, the run of play's gone against you a little bit is one thing, but when you've just been so, so poor, mm. I mean, we, we, we were lucky to get a draw against Newcastle. We really should have lost that match, in all, in all honesty. That's how poor we were. Yeah, it's... And the yeah, players are, and, and the trouble is, they bring out these stats like Ronaldo only had a couple of touches in the match, but the players are losing the ball before they're even getting it to the front two. That's the trouble. Uh, you, you see, like, walls break and they're getting the ball into our box, and we sort of break and we're losing possession two thirds down the pitch. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And I mean, you know, Ronaldo's not, he's not one of these players like, you know, like Alexis Sanchez or Kane, who kind of drops deep and likes to get involved. You know, he's like him and Cavani are like pure strikers. Pure strikers. Cavani seems to have more impact when he comes on as a sub. He's some of his best performances have, have been when he's when he's come off the bench. Bizarrely, and, mm. um, I don't know. I mean, I don't think a, a, a striker come a striker with a combined age of seventy is is the way forward personally yeah i mean it is a bit of um it is a bit of an odd one that's for sure um, and, the, I mean, and, and the players are making poor decisions like there was um a, a point where sancho had the ball and he could have passed it out wide uh, um greenwood who's in a good position but he tried to take on two players himself and just lost the ball and the whole attack fizzled out and after that point Sancho just disappeared completely from the game. Do, do you think it's a, do you think it's a case of they don't know what they're doing, or do you think it's? I mean, you know, like I said, it it, it, it could be a new system. It could be the players which are the problem. Um, actually, I meant to ask: Have you seen um, Luke Shaw's interview from last night? Yeah, well, I've not seen it, but I did hear what he said, and you can't, I, you know, got to agree with him to be honest. Yeah, it, it was quite refreshing to hear that kind of honesty. I mean, it's damning in a way, but at least, you know, I mean, I don't think he's been particularly good this season, but at least it seems like he might be showing, you're taking a little bit of responsibility mm. for that. I think one of the main problems is midfield. I mean, we all knew we needed a, a midfielder coming into a transfer window and they never got one. And we all said failure to get one would cost us. And it does seem to be. Um, you know, Matic, Fred and McTominay, they're just not good enough. I mean, they have good games in fits and starts, but you've got to be more, got to be more con- consistent. We need someone who can sort of win the ball and then string a few passes together. And all I'm seeing from them is 
it's giving away possession all the time or or fouls <laughs> when they try and win it back. Yeah, it's um, I mean, it's, it's it's I mean, I do wonder if some of it is just like I mean, Matic I think is 33 now. Um, it does seem like you have a bit of a an older team, which is not always a bad thing. But no, but Matic has looked sort of past his best for a for a few seasons seasons now. Really, again, he'll have a good game here and there, but it's very few and far between. I mean, Fred mm. is just Fred. Um, McTominay, again, when he has a good game, he you do think, oh, actually, McTominay's quite good, but then he'll have a run of bad games. <laughs> you know, it lasts longer than his run of good games. And you think, oh, you know, why have we got him out? I mean, if it's up to me, if I was in charge of the club, I'd go out and I'd buy Declan Rose and Kieran Trippier. I think they're the sort of players we need to to get us going again, but they don't want to spend any money. And maybe when you see 75 million flopping around the pitch, you, you can't exactly blame them. No, um, it, it's, it's a bit of an odd situation. I mean, also, I think if you do if you do get some kind of CDM in, I think that could change the team drastically. You know, it just takes one piece to kind of make everything... It does sometimes, yeah. Um I just think as well, Kieran Trippier would give us a bit more on the flanks as well because we need a player. We need we we or somehow we need to sort of combine Delat and Wambiska because Wambiska is mm. good defending but not so great getting forward to putting the crosses in and Delat's good at getting <laughs> Delat is good at getting the crosses in but his defending's pretty shite. <laughs> so we either need to make a contraption to merge them together. Or, or by in someone else, and Trippier seems to fit the. What annoys me is we're. Um, I don't know if they really made any proper um, negotiations for him, but the price floated around for him when we were interested was around the forty million mark, and now all of a sudden he can go to Newcastle for twenty five million. So why, why mm. all of a sudden can he go for a lot? a lot cheaper, especially when Newcastle now have actually more money than we have. So it's not like you're driving the price up for a club that's got more money. It's, you know, it's really annoying that as soon as we go in for a player, the value seems to go up 10, 20 million, then we're expected to stump it up. Yeah. But when we quote 20 million, well, yeah, when we quote 20 million or 15 million for Lingard, no one wants to pay it. It is. I mean, actually, I think, I think Kieran Trippier probably would be an awful signing for you, I think, to be honest. I mean, particularly for that price. I think maybe 10 mil, I think I can maybe see him doing it. But, you know, he's 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 31 now. You know, he may be good for like another year or so. But I don't know. I think that would be just more of the kind of problem. You know, I don't think you need any more older players. I think you should go younger. You know, you should go after Baku from like Wolfsburg or, I don't know, some young like defender from Scotland or something or you know someone who has like some kind of resale value you know even like you know like Lamptey I, I really I really yeah like Lamptey wouldn't be a bad wouldn't be a bad shout actually yeah I, I I think you kind of need to go kind of about the route that we did um you know I mean we, we spent a lot of money which I guess made, well, I mean, made part of the issue but I mean that's why I think they chose to go for Wambisca because he was young and you know it was like he could develop and there was always a potential resale value on him if, if need be but I mean de- defensive wise he's solid most of the time but he just doesn't develop going forward and that's probably why he always misses out on England call-ups because 
he either loses the ball or plays the wrong cross or or doesn't quite you know make get it right and Rashford's been a bit all over the place since uh, Ollie went as well um he had the mm. He had a he, we had a break and he could have you know he had a, he made a pass and he, he he hit it that hard and that far in front of the player it it, it was awful it, it was like amateur football I don't know what's happened to him because like when he first came back from his injury of the soul Jerry scored a couple of goals and he looked like he was going to find his form and he's just gone completely backwards yeah it, it is a bit of an I, I mean it is kind of happened with like players sometimes I think maybe they just need to kind of play themselves into form but I mean Rashford is kind of one he you know he gets into like a great run of form then he just gets injured you know I mean I guess similar with Martial mm. I think our fair we've kind of talked about the similarities in some cases between both of them um, particularly in terms of stats um, I mean I, I do think in terms of left midfield I think you have people who can play there so even if he's not playing well at least you have other options but um but yeah, I think it's getting that midfield right and find someone who can partner um, Fernandez because obviously Pogba wants to go and he can't always be arsed either. You, you always get the feeling he's not playing to his full ability. Um, mm. they, they don't seem to like Donny van der Beek for some reason. And even under Ragnar, he's not, you know, he's he's not getting any game time at all. So. He, he can't be showing enough in training for whatever reason. Because uh, last night was it is Alanga was our um, our last substitute. You know, one of the youngest mm. players in the squad. And if he, you know, if he's getting in the head of Van der Beek, it costs forty million. Some some it's not right somewhere. Yeah, it's. I mean, I think some of it is also just narrative. I mean, <clears throat> if they start having a good game. You know, then it is just it is kind of what it is. I don't know. You you you're in a very weird spot at the moment. It's kind of similar to Barcelona. They spent so much money without seemingly a lot of a plan. Um, I mean, you still have quite a few good players in good positions. I think you could be. I I, I don't think you're too far away from being where you want to be. I think it's just all about careful planning. I think maybe. Yeah, right. it might it might just be we have to write off this season because let's not forget Ragnit's only temporary charge I think they've obviously got plans of who they want to bring in but obviously because of contracts and that they, they, they know they can't make a move until the summer so that's probably why um, you know that might be putting things on hold a little bit as well yeah I mean I have to be honest I I think this is I I, I mean I think Ragnick is he's not a bad coach but I just don't think he's a good fit for your team. Um, and if, I, I don't know if Conte um, would have been either. But um, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like you're you are like a pressing team, really. Not now. No, I mean under Sosha, we're playing more um, uh, counter-attacking, and it, it didn't always work when we when we were forced to try and press a team, we couldn't break them down. But um, that seems to have all gone out the window. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean, things counterattacking teams aren't bad. Per se. I mean, you know, people used to say that you know Ferguson was a counterattacking manager, which I don't think is particularly true, but it was definitely one of his strengths. Um, I think it's just finding the solution, finding the right kind of person to fit you. And you know, I, I think I think we're a better team with Dan James. Bizarre as that sound. I, I think he I think he gave us a lot more. 
than people realised. Mm. Yeah, and I mean, if, if you were if you were going to do a pressing game, I think he's fantastic for it. Um, I mean, to be fair, though, you, you you got very good money for him, so I, I definitely yeah, we did, we did. To be fair, but I don't know. I think sometimes the team misses his pace, especially. You know, he was someone who could bring in in the last um, 20 to 15 minutes and teams just couldn't cope with his pace. All right, yeah, sometimes his final ball was a bit iffy, but Mm. um, he he could run all day long and he he never seemed to tire. Yeah, yeah. And that's what the players right now aren't doing. They're not working hard enough to win the ball back. Yeah, and I mean, maybe it will come with, with training. I guess we'll just see. But actually, there's one thing I wanted to ask you, actually, before we kind of move on. Um, I mean, this has kind of been inspired by Joel Linton's kind of recent resurgence as, you know, as a centre mid. Mm. Um, do you think there's anyone who maybe could, you know, be repositioned as a right back or a CDM who maybe could do a good job? Um, I'm not really too sure, in all honesty, because some of them barely can play the position they're, they're supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay fair enough <laughs> i mean i think i'm probably just playing like fantasy team but like mm. i mean you know rashford is he, he works very hard defensively and he can you know, he can he, he's very good he's very good in the final third i mean I don't i'm know. not sure about putting him in defense personally but mm. yeah I, I don't know i mean that's just, it is a bit of a random suggestion but yeah, I thought it was just a fun one that comes came to mind. But, but um, it, I think, but I think if we don't at least buy someone to try and shore up midfield, I think it's going to be a very long um, struggle of a season. Personally, yeah, yeah, I think you're probably true. Um, I mean, maybe, maybe you'll drop a hundred. And you don't have to buy. You don't have to buy big. I mean, what's our scouting doing? I mean, you know, there's teams like Leicester and. Newcastle and Wolves that they, they buy these players for um for you know 30 40 million and the the you saw the results that they they play they play well enough we seem to have to go out and buy these 80 90 million players and they just don't want to do F all when they get there yeah it is it, it is a bit it is a bit of a strange one I mean you know I think I think we're selling like Torreira for like 10 mil and I'm not saying I'm not saying you should necessarily buy Torreira I mm. mean it would be awful but you know there's, there's players available for cheap and I'm sure there's someone who could be a good fit for you guys well you know if Lingard's not going to play and West Ham still want him try and make a deal with Lingard plus cash for Declan Rice some, you know somewhere, somewhere like mm. that cash in on Donny van der Beek and get a bit of money back you know if it's selling him back to Ajax for half the price he bought him for you know if you're not going to use him it's it's money standing you know it's money standing still or, or you know money going down the gutter because you're still paying them a wage for for doing F all basically yeah pretty much yeah <laughs> but um let's move on to a bit more of a, a positive um part of the podcast so we, we, i think now it's time for our year-end awards um i think the the gunnies i'm gonna call it um because you know i'm crazily bankrupt um so for the first category um best match is it has been any match this season or this year that stood out to you from united's perspective or just in general 
Um, not really from maybe the opening game uh, against Leeds, would it have been? I think it might have been, yeah. When we, yeah, we won. We won quite convincingly. That was a good match. It was a bit of a, a false, it's proved to be a bit of a false dawn, but. Yeah. I mean, you had some fun matches in, in the Champions League. And I mean, yeah, even... I mean, fun for the neutral, quite stressful um, <laughs> for the fan watching them, um, you know, come from behind and eke out results. So, so they were particularly great matches. I mean, Great, as in performance-wise, exciting to watch. Yeah, that's true. I mean, but what about um, Ronaldo's re-debut at, um, when he played Newcastle? I mean, that, that yeah. was a moment. No, well, that was a good moment. Yeah, it was great to see him back and you know score a couple of goals against Newcastle. Yeah, so I mean, it must always be nice to score against them. I think. Um, so, is which ones do you think you're going to go for? Do I have to go for the United game? No, no, not at all. No, no. I think probably the best match um, of what it might be a bit of recency bias here, but the Hiddle versus Chelsea. I thought that was an outstanding football match, especially the first half. Mm. I, mean, I mean, that is in the new year, but I'll, I'll allow it just because why not? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, that was a fantastic match, to be fair. Um Oh, is it who was who did um I think Liverpool was it Liverpool versus City where Salah scored that amazing goal? Yeah, no, that that was pretty great. Mm. Um, so I think is it either that one or um the North London derby? You know, from a personal perspective, I mean that that just felt good. You know, just just to smash our rivals. You know, pre <laughs> one. I I was very nervous coming into the game as well, so I was I, I was pretty relieved to be honest with you. <laughs> Um, so I think that's probably mine. Um, but all right, best moments. Um, I, I mean, I, I know you, this might be recency bias, but you've had some kind of bad times recently. But you've had some. I think you've had some pretty good moments this year. Oh yeah, there's definitely been some um, highs. I mean, we qualified for the Champions League. I mean, mm. uh, I mean, well, you know, the next round, which the last season we uh, failed to do and ended up in the Europa League, although we did get to the final. So that was pretty, you know, that was a pretty cool moment, reaching a, a cup final. Mm. And you know, I think you 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 kind you kind of held your own. I mean, you're very unlucky to go out on penalties after like 14 people have gone. Yeah, I don't think I've seen a penalty shootout quite like that. Went right down to the to the goalkeepers. Yeah, but so I, um, I think moment of the year uh, we just we we covered it. It's probably Ronaldo coming back for me, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I think for for nostalgia for the actual performance, he looks so you know excited. I mean, to I know a lot of people say he's the problem, and he probably can't press but if it wasn't for his goals in the Champions League we wouldn't you know we we would be back in the Europa League again so you know he's definitely played his part it's just great it's up to the managers wouldn't they bring him in to work out how to get the best out of him and the team yeah I I think that's very true I think um, some games I think some games they've done it and other games they haven't I mean um, just going back on our clubs I mean, one thing I noticed is Arteta is playing more or less the same team week in week out where United at the moment are doing a lot of chopping and changing, which I don't think always helps. I think consistency comes from, you know, finding your best team and not tinkering around with it too much. Mm. In fairness, I think we did chop and change quite a lot for a while. 
Um, I, I think it's the first time we've had. Well, that's what I mean. You, you, you consist, you, you know, your run of good results has come with sort of when you can, you know, barring uh, injuries and club disciplinaries, playing more or less the, the same team. You're always going to switch a few players around, but mm. I'm, I'm talking about you know, you know the changing five or six players. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Um, I mean, I, I think we will see it eventually, um, but I mean, it, it may just take quite a few games and you know hopefully when you get a bit of run of form together hopefully we'll, we'll I think we'll see it but what um, for you what's your, what's your best moment so my pick also oh, sorry excuse me if I, I'm sniffing a bit I have a bit of a cold at the moment um I think my favorite moment and I mean it was a horrible year to start with for us but I think my favorite moment um was when we played Slavia Prague and uh Lacazette kind of made you know, he he made it a point to step forward, you know, into the semicircle right in front of the Slavia Prague players who had, you know, I think uh, I think a year earlier abused, well, one of them abused Suklen Kamara, and they kind of stood by that player. Um, and I think that was a really powerful moment, and it kind of made me it made me proud to be an Arsenal fan. Mm. You know, in a season which was absolute dog shit, it was nice to have a moment where you just like, okay, I I can, you know, you you, you can respect the team. And then, to be fair, in that match, we actually played very good as well, which helps. But, um, yeah, I think that was probably my favourite moment. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I think that's yeah. it. <laughs> <Fair> play. <clears throat> um, so the next one is biggest surprise. And, I mean, this could be positive or negative. And I think knowing our knowing what we're like is probably going to be um, the latter. But um, I, 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 I could be wrong. Um, I think the biggest surprise for me, uh, I, I think it probably has been Ramsdale for me. I, yeah, it's been a revelation in goal for you, hasn't it? He really has. Yeah, it's one of those ones where you kind of you, you see us being linked to it, and you think, no, nah, that's probably. Like, yeah, like, when he bought him in, I thought perhaps he'd be a solid number two, and um, I was, you know, it wasn't a signing I was a hundred percent sure about, but he's uh, usurped Leno, and he's looked a lot more assured. I have to say. Yeah, I mean, I, I was never a big Leno fan to begin with, but I was like. It's just go this guy just he's not the right pick and um I've been proved completely wrong. I mean his his passing is I've I've I never expected him to be this good mm. at passing. You know, I mean even in our most recent match against City, he he did a pass from sixty yards out to Marcinelli and it was I was just like what the fuck? <laughs> like I always thought Pickford was probably the best goalkeeper like at, with his feet but I, I think I think Ramsdale's giving him a real run for his money um, uh, we clearly haven't seen De Gea with his feet I, I, well, I mean to fit, De Gea is brilliant but I, I, I did specify English keeper so true we, true I'll he, give he, you he that listen to me you know I think I probably helped <laughs> why, why would I want to listen to you <laughs> um, if it wasn't that probably would be Ben White as well I think, yeah I was going to say I, I was about to mention I think Ben White succeeded expectations you know he came for a lot of money and no one was too sure how he would do and if he would be a starter, but he's made himself a starter. And uh, there's been a couple of occasions where he's been shown up, but yeah, yeah. It's gonna, that's going to happen to a young player every so often. But I think overall, he's been pretty solid. Yeah, I I, I completely agree. And um, it's, it's quite nice to see. Um, I, I just want to mention, mention one very quickly, um, which I think probably both of us would agree with. I, I thought Lukaku was going to tear up the Prem. And um, I mean, it hasn't quite happened for him yet. And I mean, part of this might be recency biased because he's not having a very good time at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> he certainly hasn't helped himself, has he? 
No, no, not 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 quite. Um, but um, so who who is your what is your biggest surprise? Well, I've got I've got I've got a few. I mean, I'm quite surprised by our poor form after how we did last season. We thought we'd kick on and make a better you know, a bit of a challenge to Man City, but but that hasn't happened. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think we've been very poor, so that's a surprise. Ronaldo coming back was also a surprise as was well a good thing. But um, I, I, you know, I'm, I think I'm going to plump for Phil Jones starting and actually having a good game last, last night. <laughs> <laughs> that was my biggest surprise, I think. I, I, wasn't, I didn't think he'd put on a United shirt again, let alone come back and have such a short performance he put Maguire to shame. Mm. I mean, I think that's two for two in terms of you choosing um, two moments the best of the year. Which are this year, not last year. But um, I, I'm well, you said anyway. se- you said season when you text me. No, it's I, not I, just. I, I, I said the, I said the whole year, but the season as well works. <laughs> um, but I, I'm just playing anyway. Like, k- 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 him. But no, if I have to go for last year, then I'd, I'd, I'd say Ronaldo coming back. So I didn't I didn't see that coming. No, neither did I. Especially how quickly it happened. Mm. Um, but yeah, um, well, I mean, speaking of Ronaldo, he's arguably the best player in the world. So I want to hear, who, who do you think has been your best player or rather the best player in, in the league so far? Or the, well, of the year, I suppose. I'd still go with Bruno Fernandes. I know he's gone off a little bit just lately, but I would still say overall he's been our, our best our best player. Mm. I'm, 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 I'm quite glad you said Bruno Fernandes. So, yeah, I'll say overall, Bruno Fernandes has been our best player. He probably should have scored last night. He had a really good chance, which just uh, clipped the crossbar. But, um, you know, he didn't start the match. But when he came on, we did look a lot better. So I think he does give us... Well, I think it's clear when we first signed him, he gives us something extra. Yeah, absolutely. And hopefully, uh, I hope he can kind of adjust well to this Ragnick style. Because on paper, it seems like it wouldn't suit him. But it wouldn't surprise me if he finds his way into the squad I mean he's, he's that good I think he can play for nearly any team in the world yeah so, um, yeah 100% yeah I mean <clears throat> I, was, I think I was thinking about our best player and it's quite difficult I mean I think Saka's kind of a very obvious choice um, but then so I mean so is like Kieran Tierney so I think for me it's a toss up between those two um, Tierney gets uh, unlucky of injuries doesn't he unfortunately yeah I mean he hasn't been injured in a whole lot this week, probably like a month in total. Um, I think I probably will go for Saka. I mean, he started the season a bit slowly, um, but I think he has, he's kind of, he's, he's got back to kind of where he was. Mm. And I mean, you know, for, for us, for England, I think he's been absolutely fantastic. Um, and I mean, I, he's not as good as Fernandes, but he's still, he's, he's probably our, our, our shining light. So, yeah, I think for me, it's, it's probably him. Um, but yeah, I guess the next category, we have two left, Carl. Um, so I, I'm going to leave up to you um, what we should go with. Um, and, and ironically, they're both named after us. Um, so best youngster and biggest disappointment. Um, <laughs> arguably, they could be both named after me, but, you know, either way. Um, <laughs> which do you think you, you want let's, to go with? Let's go with um, biggest disappointment and then we can end it on a high with uh, best youngster. Okay, sure. Uh, do, do, do you want to go first? Um, no, I'm interested to see what you say. Okay, sure. Um, oh, biggest disappointment. 
that's that's a hard one. I mean, I, I things like I, 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 I was trying to think. I mean, for our team, I think the biggest disappointment has been Pepe, but he's kind of always been a bit of a disappointment. <laughs> um, and I think if I was going league-wise, it probably would be Romelu Lukaku because I mean he uh, he was so good for the first part of the year, but when he transferred to Chelsea, he 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 never really he never really kicked on as much as I hoped he would. But especially under Tuchel, who I think he's a he's just a fantastic manager. Um, hope hoped he would. You know what? You had you had Chelsea to rip everyone to shreds. Well, no, but I really like him as a player. <laughs> um, I, I think even Werner's probably been better than him overall this year. Bloody even, hell, that's some statement. That is, even 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 if he can't shoot for shit, I think he's been a a better fit for Tuchel's system. Um, I think, yeah, I, I think. I'm probably going to go for um, Scott's. Uh, no, I mean, I'm probably going to go for Lukaku. What about you? Um, for me, it's between Lukaku and Jaden Sancho. Um, neither have really come into the Premier League and set the world alight yet. Both were a lot of money. Um, both came with big reputations from their respective leagues, and they just haven't made to transfer it across uh, to the Premier League just yet, whether whether either will adapt. I mean, more so perhaps for Lukaku because he has played in the Premier League at the top level um, before. You know, he's played for Man United. He's had spells at um, Chelsea, Edison, Everton, West, West Brom. Brom. Hmm. Um, so it's quite strange. It's even more strange why it's taken a long time for him to collect, whether it's uh, how Chelsea play or their setup that's not quite suiting him. Uh, I don't know. Um, Sancho, although he has played in England before, he was sold um, by City before he really broke into the first team proper. So it's been a bit more of an adjustment for him. But I expected a bit more. You know, I knew, I, I, I thought it might take him a while to ad- adapt and show his tree form, but he's he's you know he's struggling a lot more than I thought he would. And I think we've seen that as similar with Werner. It looks like these players from Germany that rely on a lot of speed and getting in behind seem seem to struggle. I mean, Anthony made a point on um, our chat. Um, oh yeah, but De Bruyne came in and he he's fitted straight in, but he's a more technically gifted player. He plays a different kind of football, so mm. you know it, 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 he. He's perhaps a bit more gifted in the technical sense that allowed him to adapt better. And of course, he played. It, it was Chelsea, wasn't it? He played out a brief spell at. Yeah, it was Chelsea. Um, yeah. Um, but um, as I say, as we've seen with Sancho Werner, you know, they might be super quick players in Germany, but you come in the Premier League, it's so fast. You just you're just normal. And I think they're finding it very difficult to, to get the best out of them, unfortunately. Yeah, it is. I mean, Sancho really surprised me because I thought he was, I mean, he, I thought he was an incredibly talented player. Um, you know, he'd be he, he very versatile, lots, lots of skills. You know, he, he could do, he could pretty much do it all. Um, but it kind of reminded me of, um, I mean, last season before he transferred to you, he kind of had a bit of a struggle. And I think he really missed having um, Hakimi behind him to support him so I think he had I think it was Wolf um who kind of replaced him and you know Wolf can't attack the same way Hakimi does you know I think very few players can um so I, I do wonder if maybe having Wamba Saka 
not really firing. And the same with Luke Shaw. Yeah, well. I mean that's why I know I know you just you rubbished it. But that's why I think someone like Trippier is a bit, you know, is a bit better going forward. Might sort of help balance things out a little bit, even if he is getting on a bit, unless they can find a younger option that's just as good. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's true. I mean, I I I, I wouldn't rule it out that either of these players kind of find some form. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm not saying all hope is lost, but I am starting to wonder if they're perhaps just not suited to the Premier League. Yeah, I think that's true. Um, I think also, I mean, I, I think someone who I completely forgot about, who's a probably shout for best player and best disappointment. I think in terms of best player for you guys, I think you know last season, I think VAR probably was one of your best players. Um, <laughs> and then this season, I think it did a lot more. I think it did a lot more for other clubs than. Than us, I think it just gets talked about a bit more because, uh, you know, United are still one of the biggest names in football, but, uh, you know, Liverpool and City benefited from it greatly as well. Um, It's weird. I mean, VAR was brought in to bring out, to bring in more consistency, and it seems more inconsistent than ever. And the top clubs, um, they do seem to get the favour of the decisions. For whatever reason, besides us. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, you're you're hard we're not done hot, by. We're not up, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I I think the off offside rule has been a bit better. I I, I prefer this kind of way of doing it. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. It means there's less centimeters in. They're the not area. they're not giving offside for your big toe being being ahead or your a hair on your chin. Yeah, exactly. And I think like the ones that are offside. You know, there's now a bit more of a margin for them being offside. I mean, you're still going to get people complaining about it. I remember, I think Kane got an offside recently, which was kind of borderline. But, you know, there's still these things which allow, you know, last season he, he would have been offside anyway. And even this season with more of a leniency, you know. Mm, there wasn't he, enough margin for Arab uh, the other year. As I say, they were given, uh, given offside for part of your shirt being over yeah. the line and it was just it was ruining the game and it was just ridiculous yeah I'm, I'm glad it was a bit more lenient this season at very least um but i guess we, i guess we should move on to the the last category and a bit more of a happy one um i think for both of us i think we both have some very talented young players i think in the league i think there's been some really talented young players who i think can really explode um coming mm. up so, um, I, who, who are you choosing for best youngster? Um, have I got to go? Am I going for a Man United player in this? Am I or? Ah, uh, you don't have to if you don't want to. You could choose any young player. Okay. Oh. Perhaps you better go first. I need to, I need a few more minutes to think on this one. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, I mean, it, it's really quite hard to define what is a young player, to be honest. But um, I mean, you know, Arsenal are kind of developing quite a nice young core. I mean, I mentioned Saka already. And I feel like it's cheating mm. to go for him again. Um, so I may go for... I think I'll go for Emerald Smith-Rowe. Because I think since he's came in last Boxing Day, I think we've been slowly improving. And I think he has as well. I mean, as we speak, I think he has eight goals in the Premier League so far. Mm. Um, so he's now adding goals to get his game. You know, he was, he was demonstrating really strong running and some positive passing before. But I think now he's really... He, he develops faster and better than I thought he would. So I think that's quite nice to see, to be honest. So uh, yeah, I think Smith Rowe for me. He, he was um, 
who was leaning towards actually, um, not just because you just mentioned him, honest. But um, <laughs> I don't know. I think perhaps um, Jesse Lingard, young up and comer. <laughs> 20, 20, 28 year young youngster like but the joke's never going to get old is he is it no <laughs> um, oh Jesus I mean he hasn't he's 29 now of, actually he hasn't had much of a chance to show what he can do in the uh, in the Premier League but because uh, we've shipped him off on loan but um, because I'm going to butcher his name uh, is it Pelleristry um uh, something like that. Was it Pellegrini? Mm, not sure. I think it might be Pellestri. You might be right. Um, I think it is. Um, I think you're thinking of a manager of Pellegrini. Um, but um, he looked really sharp in uh, pre-season, and um, it's a shame he's out on loan because he looks like the sort of player we could we could do with. And that's another thing I don't quite understand. <laughs> we bring these players in a lot better than what we've got, and then we we load them out rather than give another chance in the in the first team. But um, yeah, he he looked quite good actually. So um, I'll plump for him being you said Smith Rowe. Bit yeah, of a, I... might be a bit of an out of the box choice, but no, I think he's he's young. So I've heard he's, I've heard he is very good. So I don't think it's a bad choice whatsoever. Um, yeah, I, I I hope we get to see him. Hopefully next season, um, and hopefully he doesn't become your William Saliba. Mm-hmm. He deserves he a ch- looking at how everyone else is playing. He deserves a chance, put it that way. Yeah, but I mean, uh, I, I, do, do, do you know how he's getting on? It? Um, is it um, Deportivo? Uh, I don't know. I think that's where he. I think that might be where he went the first time we loaned him out. But I, I remember hearing he was doing well there. Mm. He hasn't scored a goal so far, it looks like, but he's getting a lot of appearances in. Mm. So um, he must be doing all right. Um, I think they're, I mean, I think they're, they're, league, they're, league, they're the league team, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, good for him. And hopefully, um, yeah, hopefully we see him light up the Premier League soon. Um, but in terms of um, lighting up, um, I, I think we've been lighting up the podcasting scene. And um, I, th- I think it's been quite a fun episode. It's been good to talk to you again, buddy. Yeah, yeah, it's been good. It's been nice to uh, vent a little bit about uh, United being rubbish and yeah, talk about some positives with our awards um, and whatnot. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I guess before the ending, um, before you give me your plugs, um, I, 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 want, I want to know, out of all the people in Rogue Opinions, who, who do you want to start a fight with? I, I think we need to start some beef. So we can get some interest up in these podcasts. So, um, um fighting up in our group. Uh, uh, I, I would say you because I think you're probably the the I've probably got the best chance of actually beating you up. I think everyone else wow. would. I think everyone else would uh, hand me my ass quite easily. You you you, you do know I'm six foot five, right? <laughs> <laughs> Um, wow. Okay. Well. Well. Uh, well, I know Rahul is, so he's out of the question. <laughs> Reese is a Reese is a big lad, and he's from Birmingham, so don't fancy that one. Ah, uh, he, he's a soft hit. I, I, I think I can take him <laughs> in the fight. Um, <laughs> there's if he hears that, <laughs> oh, well, fucking bring it on, pussy. He's not. He's not going to listen to this. It's fine. Um, you know what? I, and, I'm going to. And Scott's from Glasgow, so I thought I'm not risk. Oh, that risk of a, a madman from Glasgow. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Oh my god. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, I'm going to choose someone who I don't even know. I'm, I'm going to choose Rian, um, because I, I think it's a stupid fucking name. And, <laughs> and, and, and I think Rian Johnson ruined Star Wars, so fuck you, Rian. I, I want to fight you, buddy. And, uh, I, I mean, you're, you're probably 16, but I'm still going to fight you. I, 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 think, I think he's about 19 or 20. So I remember him. I think I remember him till he's 20 and me saying, Christ, I'm twice your age. Well, Rian, I'm, I'm, I'm going to kick your fucking shins in. Um, <laughs> okay, I, calm, I, I, calm I, I, down, <laughs> calm down. Jesus Christ. Actually, I think before we sign off, we should each make a bold prediction because we're good with our bold predictions. <laughs> yeah, I, right. I'm especially good at bold predictions. <laughs> He's not going to finish fourth this year. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, it doesn't have to be that, by the way, but just... no. Um, bold prediction. Oh, that's hard. Um, you know, I, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna give you two. Um, I think that Lukaku is gonna be, is gonna come good for the second half of the season, and I think Spurs are gonna finish top four. As much as I hate to say it. Okay. Um, and given my, and given my track record with predictions, I'm hoping I'm jinxing that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what, what about you? Right. Um, I don't know if it's uh. A, Bold prediction. I'm going to say for a bold prediction, it's good. I'm going to say well, I think I'm going to go West Ham to finish top four. Oh wow! And um, I Man United will finish mid table. You know what? I, I, here's a bit of a bold prediction. I could maybe see Ragnick leaving at the end of the season. No, I don't think that's bold. That's what's supposed to happen. No, but I mean, I, do you might... not understand what this temporary manager is? I mean, I mean, he might not even sign up for the consultancy. Oh right. I, I think they might sour on him if he doesn't perform well. We'll have to see, won't we? Yeah, but um, do do do, do you want to plug anything? Um, another bold prediction: we we end up with um, Rafa Benitez as our manager. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just, I've just been silly with that one, but it wouldn't surprise me. Oh, I mean, I, I would love to see that. <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine? Oh, I mean, he's doing so well at Everton. I think it'd be Pochettino if he if he wants to see Paris Saint Germain. That's not a bad shout. Yeah, I, I think he could actually do a decent. I don't, I, I don't want Rodgers because apart from. Um, <laughs> Was it the Liverpool game they, they managed to win? These they've been in a bit of a decline, really, haven't they? Yeah, they they, they have they have struggled a bit. I I do kind of wonder if he's maybe saw, been doing it too long. We saw it sort of with Liverpool. He seems to have a good couple of seasons, and then it kind of starts to trail off for some reason, doesn't it? Bizarrely. Yeah, yeah, it, it does a little bit. I mean, you know, I I could maybe see him leave. You know, I mean, we'll, we'll mm, see. But he wasn't a popular choice. Um, for Everton fans, was he? So I think he's I done. Why. Considering the poor form, I think he's done very well right. to to keep his job. To be honest, so far. Yeah, I think that's very true. Um, but do you want to um, do you want to do your plug so I can uh, so I can find some in the meantime? Yep. Yeah. Uh, you can find us at Rogue underscore Opinion on Twitter and Instagram. You can check out our, our website Rogue. Uh, rugopinions.wordpress.com 
and um, you can check out our other podcast. Uh, one recently released um, me and Scott talking about the um, Hawkeye final. So tune in Ooh. to that one. We also mentioned uh, Doctor Strange and Batman trailers that dropped as well. Nice. So uh, check that out and hopefully we'll be doing the Book of Boba Fett soon as well. So keep an eye out for that. Check out the Buffy Pods I've done with Sam Carmichael. Um, our Christmas special of Talking Shit where me and Liam are joined by the man, the legend, the myth, Reese Saunders himself. Oh man, what, 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 what a legend. Such a legend is too good for us nowadays. Yeah, he, he, even though he said he'd like to do some more podcasts, but he's still too busy for us. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, I, I, under the under the four mini whip, yeah. <laughs> completely whipped. Yeah. In, in, in the meantime, I've been trying to find Rianne's Twitter, but I don't know if he has one. Um, so I, I'm saying in, in, instead, I'm just gonna um, I'm just gonna link a random Rianne. So I'm gonna link. <laughs> Um, at Rianne Hughes, who's an illustrator, designer, typographer, and writer. Did, did, did Rianne steal your girlfriend or something? I mean, I thought this was a bit of fun, but it sounded like a, <laughs> a proper vendetta all of a sudden. I'm, 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 I'm trying to give him a plug, in, and he's not giving me his Twitter. Well, yeah, I haven't asked it, but I can't find it. So, um, so Rianne, Rianne Hughes, it's your lucky day, buddy. So everyone follow Rianne Hughes. <laughs> everyone follow him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but um carl it's um it's lovely to see you mm-hmm. and I, i'm very glad you're not Rianne. um so yeah i guess um see you soon see you soon bye everybody bye